Hallelujah. God bless you, everybody. It's your brother Amado from Roundtable Talks once again. And I am excited because I want to speak to you about the love of Jesus. I want to speak to you about his last words. The ones that he spoke from the cross. Tonight, we're going to share the first word. And in the first word, we're going to look at Luke chapter 23, verse 34. And just get ready to feel the awesome love of Christ. The awesome love of God. The awesome love of the Holy Spirit. I pray that he may visit you and bless you and encourage you at this moment. And that you may know that he loved us. As he states in the scriptures, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. And that's what he came to offer eternal life. John 10 10 says, The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. That's what the Lord said. So if you want to have an abundant life, if you want to have a joyful life, I want you to just focus and let us go back to the cross. And let us open our ears and hear what the Lord says to us. What the Lord says to us. So we're going to look at the first word. Go to your Bible so, and to Luke chapter 23, verse 34. Yes, he's good. Hallelujah. He's an awesome God. He's an awesome God. Yes. So, the word says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do first of all we need to consider where he's saying this from he Christ Jesus was already beaten by the soldiers he was publicly mocked he was beaten over the head with a crown of thorns the same one that healed the blind the same one that healed the paralytic the same one that multiplied the bread and the fish the same one that rebuked demons the same one that resurrected Lazarus from the dead the same one that came and said the spirit of the Lord is upon me to heal the sick to liberate the brokenhearted, to preach the good year of the Lord the same one that the angels came and said goodwill towards men the same one is saying father forgive them for they know not what they do he was betrayed by Peter 
He was betrayed by Judas. He was betrayed by those whom he healed by screaming, crucify him, crucified him. He found himself at the cross because of jealousy, because the religious leaders of the day mocked him because he would go and speak with the sinners, the people who were considered to be the lowest of the lowest. He would go and meet with them. He's the same one that forgave that woman that was caught in adultery and said, where are those that condemn you? And he said, they are all gone. And he said, neither do I condemn you. But go and sin no more. You see, Christ Jesus came with pure love from the Father. And that is why he was able to look at us from the midst of his pain, from the center of his physical body. And yet, his heart that was broken, his heart that was bleeding, his heart that was being ripped apart still had enough mercy to say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Jesus Christ was also looking at us and all of us who reject him and abandon him when we, some of us go back to church and then when our problems are fixed, we disappeared, we are gone, go back to our own sinful ways until another problem comes and then we go running back to him. He says, Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. If we understood, if we were those people from that time, and they wouldn't be able to see that this is the life spring, that he is the river of life, that he is the one that gave us life, that created all things, they would have surely fall to their faces and say, Father, forgive us for what we're doing to you. And they wouldn't know what to do with themselves. But here, we were crucifying the life giver. And yet he says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He taught us how to pray. And in that prayer, he says, Father, forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. You know, he showed us by example what it is to turn the cheek. He showed us by example what it is to forgive those who hurt you. And yes, we hurt Christ. We injured Christ. We betrayed Christ. We abandoned Christ. But yet he says, I will never forsake you. I will never abandon you. Even if your mother and father forsake you, I will not leave you. And he also stated, I will not leave you as orphans. I will send a counselor to you. And today we have the Holy Spirit with us that permeates the church and also permeates the world 
in making the world realize that they need Christ Jesus. He is awesome. He is mighty. He is beautiful. He is delightful. And yet, because in the midst of his agony, he was able to look to the Father. He was able to look to the Father in the middle of his pain and said, Father, forgive them. They do not understand what they're doing at this moment. They don't know the level of betrayal. They don't know the level of evil. They do not understand what they're doing right now. At that moment, Christ Jesus was being filled with the sins of mankind and all the potential sins of mankind. So that we may have a door. So that we may have a door to him. So that we may have a door to our, for our names to be written in the book of life. So that we may have a door to heaven. So that we may have a door in hope after death. So that our prayers may be answered. Jesus made a way. You know, Jesus Christ is attacked on television. Jesus Christ is attacked by Hollywood. Jesus Christ is attacked by the media. Jesus Christ is attacked by in literature. And people speak about him without even knowing him. And yet he says to them, Father, forgive them for they know that what they do. However, this forgiveness does not take away the responsibility of surrendering our hearts to him. And giving our all to him just as he gave him his all for us. Jesus, even on his final hour on earth, he continued to preach forgiveness. He continued to deliver forgiveness. The harder he was beaten, the harder he was betrayed and beaten and, and forgotten he still screamed out forgiveness. When we would have probably screamed out curses. When we would probably scream out retaliation or threats. He didn't threaten. He didn't curse. He just said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. If there's someone in your life that you've been struggling in forgiving, if there's someone in your life that you've been having difficulty in forgiving because they hurt you, just think about this. Christ Jesus is at a cross with nails in his right hand, on his left hand, and, and through his feet, hanging on the cross in the cold weather. Freezing naked with a crown of thorns and, 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 and sores in his body. And yet, he says, forgive them. Forgive those who hurt you. And have a new start today. Have a new beginning today. Because Christ Jesus has set the example. 
and set yourself free. See, Jesus Christ was not going to go to the other life with this burden of unforgiveness in his soul. He came as a sacrifice. He came as an offering from God the Father so that we may obtain right relationship with him. Right relationship with God. So, this is your moment. This is your time. Recognize him for who he is and acknowledge his love for you. Remember, Luke 23, verse 34. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I leave that word in your ears. Tomorrow we will speak about the second word. Hallelujah. I pray that God may have blessed you. And that his grace may be on your life. And we will speak tomorrow about the second word which is found in Luke 23 verse 43. Where he says truly I say to you today you will be with me in paradise. So tune in tomorrow so that we may share the second word. God bless you. Your brother Amaro from Round Table Talks. Talks. Hallelujah.